What's cool this year in Halloween costumes? Madonna, Chuck Norris, Minnie Mouse. As you can see, everyone has their own opinion, but it seems that cartoon characters, superheroes, and rock stars are the most popular costumes for today's trick-or-treaters. Kids seem to have different uh, standards of heroes now. It's just on TV, whoever the hero is at the time is who they idolize, I guess, and want to be at the time they can be at once a year. You know. When we were smaller, I would say, you know, maybe a clown or something like that would satisfy us. But now they're wanting more into the wigs and the makeup and, the, you know, new clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. What happened to the days of witches and vampires? Well, they've been replaced by modern-day characters like Rambo and He-Man. But one kind of Halloween costume will never go out of style. The gross monster. <laughs> yeah. Why are monsters cool? They got blood running down their face and everything. That's right. Creepy, crawly faces that make you jump out of your skin are still in style. And this is sure to stay in fashion a lot longer than this will. Cater the Hello, and welcome to the Happy Halloween Podcast. My name is Tony, I will be your host, and this is your home for all things Halloween. I hope everyone is well and staying spooky. Speaking of spooky, let's go ahead and jump into our first segment. Let me go get Drac. Hey Drac, come in here. Coming! Yes, what can I do for you? It's time for our countdown, Drac. Ready? Okay, 260 days to Halloween. Wow, 260, huh, Drek? So if I do the math right, carry the one, that's about 38 weeks, right? Yes, I believe so. Man, it's creeping up on us fast. All right, Drek, we'll talk to you later. Okay, I'll just be down in the dungeon. On this month's Halloween history, we're going to talk about the 1950s and 1960s, which is when quote-unquote modern Halloween was solidified. The 1950s saw the beginning of decorating your home with black and orange crepe paper and those awesome old crepe paper ghosts and jack-o'-lanterns that you had to open and they made a circle. Love those things. At school on Halloween, the kids would get to make Halloween crafts and even have Halloween parties. But then they would quickly run home and don their homemade costumes. Older brothers and sisters would take out the young ones to trick or treat so the parents could stay home and hand out the goodies. At the end of the night, their Halloween bags would be full of fresh fruit, home-baked goods, and penny candies. The 1960s saw the kids swapping their homemade costumes for ones made by Ben Cooper, Collegeville, or Halco. Haunted houses began popping up around town, and teenage parties became all the rage. It was definitely the heyday for Halloween. Next month, we will discuss the 1970s and 1980s. Alright, let's throw it over to our playlist master, Bob Baker. Hey, thanks, Tony. 
Today, I'm going to reach back to my 2005 Halloween compilation for a really good, chilling tune. The appropriately named song, Halloween, by comedian Stephen Lynch. He is known for his outrageous music. Now, we have been all over the musical styles on this segment, from kids to dance, punk, and today, it's acoustic and live acoustic as well. It demonstrates how you don't need loud growls and shrieks to be scary. This song is melodic, and his voice is almost pleasant, but the lyrics are what make it so engaging. Lynch is singing about what his favorite holiday means to him and how he likes to celebrate, and it is so creepy with a nice twist at the end. Halloween is a bit of a personal favorite, as this song can make you laugh too. It is a perfect mix of disturbing and funny, so you can smile and wince at the same time. It also used to scare my 10-year-old son when I would play it when we drove to school. He would turn it off whenever it came on, which I think is what this holiday is all about. Happy Halloween! This one's weird, because I can only play it once a year. On Halloween. creatures that I will meet on this night. Ghosts and goblins and witches roaming the streets in moonlight. Bowls of candy and goodies, delicious and waiting in store. The sound of cute little footsteps as they approach my front Letting the children inside to drink beers Razor blades hidden in three musketeers Screams from the basement of kids Begging to be set free That's what Halloween means to me Tightening the clamps that are holding Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate your help every episode, man. Now it's time for our main topic. I mentioned in the history segment about Ben Cooper costumes. That's what we're talking about today. Named after its founder, Ben Cooper Inc. was a costume company that was established in the 1930s and was a leading manufacturer of Halloween costumes in the United States until it went bankrupt in the 1990s. Ben Cooper costumes were widely popular and could be found in most department stores and five and dime stores. For the younger people in my audience, five and dime stores are now what you would call Dollar Trees. Inflation, am I right? The company was particularly known for its low-cost, mass-produced Halloween costumes that would be purchased for a few dollars each. The company's costumes were typically made from a thin, flammable material that was often referred to as crinkly plastic. They were made to fit a wide range of sizes and were sold in large quantities, making them a popular choice for Halloween costumes among American children during the mid-20th century. 
The costumes often featured images of popular comic book and cartoon characters, movie stars, and pop culture icons such as Superman, Batman, and Elvis Presley. Ben Cooper costumes also had a cultural significance beyond Halloween. In many ways, they represented a symbol of American pop culture during the mid-20th century. Children who dressed up in these costumes on Halloween were able to embody their favorite heroes and celebrities, providing a sense of escapism and adventure. The costumes also helped to introduce children to popular characters and cultural touchstones that they may not have otherwise encountered. In addition to their cultural significance, Ben Cooper costumes were also a source of nostalgia for many Americans who grew up wearing them on Halloween. For these individuals, the costumes represent a simpler time in their lives and serve as a reminder of childhood memories and traditions. In recent years, Ben Cooper costumes have gained a cult following among vintage clothing enthusiasts and Halloween costume collectors who view them as pieces of Americana in cultural history. While the company may no longer be in business, the cultural significance of Ben Cooper Halloween costumes remains a testament to their lasting impact on American popular culture. In recent years, several companies have teamed up with Ira Cooper, one of the founder's sons, to bring back not only the costumes, but the nostalgic imagery printed on other items. Do you have any vintage or new Ben Cooper items? Post them on Instagram and tag me. I'd love to see them. Unfortunately, I didn't find anything noteworthy as far as Halloween news, so I'm going to take a moment to tell you about some other things that I have going on. First, related to the podcast, we now have a YouTube channel and an Etsy shop. The YouTube channel is still in its beginning stages. I've only got two or three videos up. My goal is to get all of the videos uploaded in the next month or so. As far as the Etsy shop, I've got a few designs over there on mugs and t-shirts with more coming soon. Also, I have two other YouTube channels that you might be interested in checking out. One is called Ambi Noir. That's A-M-B-I-N-O-I-R. It's my take on ambient sleep sounds. I think you might enjoy it. And then, coming up soon, I'm going to premiere the first video this week. I have a channel called Fireside Frights. Gives me the opportunity to read scary stories that aren't necessarily about Halloween. So be sure to check both of those out. I would greatly appreciate it. And now it's time for our music segment. First up is The Mission Creeps with the song Halloween.
Oh, I love the vibe on that one. Next up is Every Day is Like Halloween by 999. Spooks and Creeps, that's going to do it this month. I apologize for it being a short episode, but it is February. So so if you haven't yet done this, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a rating or review. Head on over to YouTube, follow us there. If you have any suggestions or comments, you can email me at thehappyhalloweenpod at gmail.com. And until next month, Happy Halloween!